My name is Mo Quick. It's the Mo Show. I brought in a super entrepreneur, business consultant, lawyer, and gorgeous black woman. <laughs> Yay! Thank Her you. name is Sierra Esq. How you doing, girl? What's the first thing I should know if I want to bring my business from my mind into life? A business plan. If you a plan. <laughs> if you fail to plan, plan to fail. Ooh. And it's so funny about a business plan. It doesn't have to be like a 40, 50, 80 page business plan, but just really have like some direction as to where you're going. Who do you serve? What problem do you solve? What is your target audience? What are your products? What are your costs? Just have like a basic roadmap of what your business is from well, the beginning. If I already have um, my service or my product and I'm already pushing it in the streets, people are already buying it. Why do I need one? Um, Just to have clear direction every day. I think that things are moving so fast in this Mm -hmm. digital world Mm -hmm. that maybe, you know, another opportunity could maybe come up and you might want to take it. But when you have your plan, it just kind of keeps you grounded in what Mm. you're doing. Oh, that's a really good one. Because when I say sidetracked, you walk outside the door, everything you said you was going to do that day, now you're doing something completely different. Definitely. I love that because it just sort of brings you back to the center. Definitely. Okay, so I got my business plan. Mm-hmm. Now what? You need to legally protect your business. You need to make it an actual business. So how you do that is by forming a business entity. We have sole proprietorships, partnerships, LLCs, corporations, but sole proprietorships and partnerships, there's no legal protection. So what? I yeah. So if you are sued, <laughs> you are screwed, girl. <laughs> they coming after what? your coins. Oh my god! If you are a sole proprietor, so so why do people choose it? Ignorance. Oh. That's that ignorance tax right there. They're paying the ignorance tax oh with my. that. So um, we have LLCs, corporations. I'm not going to be giving legal advice here, but I do personally <laughs> love LLCs. I think that. They are amazing business entities. They're flexibly managed. You can have them taxed any way that you so choose. Mm. Um, I will, so I have a question. So when it comes to growth, I was told that the LLC doesn't really work well because you can't publicly trade with an LLC. Is that right? Absolutely. I'm so glad you asked that because that's usually like when I'm telling people um, like a factor that I look into or tell people to look into when deciding which business entity, right? So um, a very new entrepreneur, I don't think that they're at the point where they're trying to structure and build their business Mm. um, to be publicly traded. But if you are, then you should go with the corporation. Corporation. And there's two different types, right, of corporation. How do you know which one to choose? That is, I love that you asked that too. So there's S Corp and C Corp. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about that, that's actually not a business entity. That's a tax entity. So that's Mm -hmm. telling the IRS how your business is going to be taxed. I don't go down that road. I'm about to say, girl, which (laughs) one? I didn't tell the IRS about, girl. No, I'm I'm not your girl. That's your CPA for that one. I I wish that, you know, I could go in depth about it, but I'm not a tax girl. So a great word, CPA. So many of us are doing everything on our own. You know, we don't think to have somebody collecting our money or letting us know where it's coming from. Like, what's the importance and what is a CPA? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. yes, (laughs) Are we getting there? (laughs) (laughs) We need CPAs. CPAs are certified public accountants. And they are, you know, how I am educated in the law. Mm. They're educated on the tax code. So they teach you how to reap the tax benefits of that IRS tax code. 
And I would say, like, that's the advantage of starting a business. You don't start a business, you know, so that you can be taxed as a person. You know, people are like, you know, I'm trying to live that lifestyle. I'm trying to buy my G-Wagon. I'm trying to be in a private jet on my business. (laughs) But you have to have, you know, a business to do that. So Mm -hmm. your CPA helps you really benefit from that tax code. Um, I don't do my own taxes. I would never do my own taxes. If it's just a really little, little, little business. Still no? Buyer beware. That's I, don't, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I think that it's worth the investment. Yeah. I think overall, um, you can choose which road you're going to go down. So you can have a business that you know you do everything yourself, or you can have a business where you choose to collaborate and bring in the best of the best on your team. Mm. You have the best lawyers, Sierra ESQ. Come on, like, <laughs> of the hair. <laughs> you have your CPA, you know, you have your experts in place because guess what? Like, if something happens legally, you're not going to get to quote freaking Google or your best friend who told you whatever they told you that got you into Girl. the predicament. You're not going to be able to tell the IRS, oh, my friend said this, or on Instagram they said this. Go to the experts. <laughs> but we're black, so we want our friend to do it. <laughs> or our mama. Can we just get our mama to do it? I was not ready for that, Mo. <laughs> I was not ready. Let's go keep it real. Because <laughs> you I know what? Why. You know, we have our trunk. We pop that thing open, and we start making money. Like, Hello. we don't do it legally. We don't have no papers. What business plan And now because we're going from first generation business owners to now second generation business owners, a lot of us are trying to build those legacies. I'm like, ooh, we need to take a step back, (laughs) start with the basics and um, clean it up a little bit. So if somebody is already in the motion of doing all these things, they did not do the business plan. They honestly didn't even do a formation. They don't know what a CPA is. um, What's the best advice you can give to someone who knows zero zilch? about legally having a business but has a business well i would say follow me (laughs) (laughs) right now (laughs) because i'm gonna tell them i'm gonna get them right um but i would say you know really educate yourself because you know it can seem like things don't have consequences right now and one day you know somebody knocks on your door says your name and hands you some papers and you're getting sued Half the time when I've, like, sued someone or represented someone, people are dumbfounded by lawsuits. When we have, like, employment law lawsuits, the employer is dumbfounded. They're like, how did this happen to me? Something as simple as miscategorizing someone as an employee or an independent contractor when they're really an employee. Wow. That's a very significant lawsuit, and it happens every single day. So you're literally paying that ignorance tax because you refused to educate yourself. You wanted to be popping bottles and buying new chains and buying new cars before you got your stuff in order. So now people like me, I would love a new car. So you're going to have to pay now. (laughs) I would love to, you know, if if I'm going to sue somebody and take their car or private jet, I would gladly take it. There's no shame in my game with that. So, you know, avoid the shark lawyers and educate yourself wow wow girl i mean it's simple but it's actually a lot of weight behind it so sierra um you've said some really dope things that helps a lot of people you know open up that third eye we see things with our our first two but the third one is the one that lets us not get in trouble before it happens 
<laughs> so I want to know, um, and you know, you can be really surface with this. How do I make sure that even though I'm printing my business brand on shirts and hats, it's not extremely popular right now, but just in case it blows up, how do I make sure that nobody can take this name from me? Definitely, definitely, definitely. You have to trademark your business name, logo, slogan. Um, again, going back to how fast this digital world is, just imagine you have some you know, T-shirt brand that you're successful, you've been DMing the influencers, and I don't know, let's say freaking Kim Kardashian wears your shirt. She better not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, please do, Kim. Put it on. <laughs> oh, my God. You are hilarious. But if Kim wore your shirt, imagine the impact that that would have on your brand. Absolutely. And imagine how many people would be like, ooh, I'm going to steal this business idea and I'm going to capitalize off mm. of it. If they copied you and your business name, logo, slogan is trademarked, all you have to do is sue them <laughs> because, you know, they're going to be profiting in your business name, logo, slogan. And then you now, get all that money, right, that they got. Their profits. You're yeah. stripping their profits because that's your profits. They don't own that brand. You own that brand. Mm. So definitely trademark. And like you said, it's not popular. Um, our people, we love to clean up messes instead of preventing things when it comes to our health, when it comes to our wealth. Um, and if we really want to like get ahead, we need to think about things that might not seem so pressing right now, but they have really, really big, significant consequences. Yeah, because something like the word trademark sounds like, oh, that's only for like Coca-Cola or H&M. Like my business doesn't need to be trademarked. But it does. <laughs> Absolutely. Isn't that your specialty? Yes. I do trademarks, but I love business overall. And I also do personal injury and um, employment law. You're kidding. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I, I have a huge, huge, huge partner. Um, I don't want to say their name right now. but <laughs> Why? You don't want to give no shine? <laughs> they have enough shine. <laughs> they I have enough right. shine. But I have partnered with literally oh, the man. largest law firm in America. So okay. um, I had to expand my reach. I'm licensed in California. And my intention when I started my social media was to help people with business. And, you know, things took off in a way that was unexpected, where literally every single day somebody's messaging me their problems, whether oh, it be. My. A car accident, employment. So, you know, I, I'm not going to turn them down. I want to help those people. So those people do come to me. Um, and I partner with my partners on that. And with trademarks, my firm handles. And then I also do business consulting. That's really, like, mm. where my heart is. Because, you know, when it comes to lawsuits, it's so combative. We're literally fighting over something. But I want to help people find their purpose, their passions, so I love the consulting the most. Yeah, that part sounds the most fulfilling. Absolutely. Because, again, going back to the first generation, we didn't grow up around a whole bunch of business owners, you know. So for us to feel like because of the digital age, everything is now within reach. People like you, we need it because we don't go to business school. You know, we're not coming from a business background where my granddad, whatever, whatever. Like, this is... Something so new to our whole community. Definitely. I'm so blessed, too. I'm actually 
a second gener- generation entrepreneur. So yeah. both of my parents have businesses and that has been my entire life. So when I was in middle school, we were at my dad's office. We were wow. in his warehouse. Um, my mom, her business, I'm personally the person who got her license. I she said, was just going with no license? <laughs> no, I just I just did it for her. Like at the start of her business, I was like... As a kid? I was... Her business started when I was like in high school. So... Wow. Yeah. And she has an in-home care agency. So, you know, I have wow. an in-home care agency license that I got when I was young, way before I oh even thought gosh. of becoming a lawyer. Um, and I just... I learned so much working for my parents' businesses because when you're an entrepreneur with kids... Now they're that, a part of the business. <laughs> they're your first employees. <laughs> you know, and I always see people on social media. I just don't always talk about this, but I always see people on social media like, oh, you could pay your kids and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, I did used to get paid. Like, I've wow. I've been having a check coming into my name since I was like in sixth You're grade. You're kidding me. Yeah, from my dad's business. Oh, my gosh. Did he, like they say on social media, did he set up your own account and put um, put you at the head of the this and the that? So what does that look like for the mom who wants to do that or the dad who wants to do that for their kid? Absolutely. So you can put your child on payroll. I believe the limit is 12000 a year, so you can pay them up to 12000 And their money is tax-free, so if you have kids, just do that. Like, <laughs> Even if you're not, don't be saying nothing illegal, girl. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing illegal. I'm just trying not to give legal advice, you know. But, yeah, like, that. you know, pay pay your kids. If you have kids, pay them all. You got three kids, pay them kids, okay? <laughs> Especially because... Um, entrepreneurship takes a lot from the entire family. Mm. I think that we um, we kind of don't realize the impact that entrepreneurship could have like on our families. Um, fortunately, I was really close with my parents and always with them in the office. But just let's say you're a traveling parent and you're always away from your kids like that is going to have an impact. But at least, you know, when they're 18, you're like the house it's paid for, ain't it? That that money is in that account, isn't it? You. you you don't know what survival feels like, do you? Girl, because these kids these days, let me tell you, after we do all this work, they'll have no idea. I mean, I had to struggle. You know, even though my mom did have a business, but um, I believe maybe she didn't have enough support, help, and knowledge to structure her business the way it could have been in order to be scaled to a higher degree. So you end up, when you have a business um, and you're working for your business, you are your CPA, you are your lawyer, you are your everything, and you're running the business, you can't see. You know, you're like too close to it to be able to grow it in the way it should be grown. So I think that's what happened with her. Absolutely. That's I actually just this morning was talking to my makeup artist about how, you know, she was like, I hate marketing. And I'm like, I understand because you're a makeup artist. So when we have a business, I think in our mind, we're thinking about I'm going to get to do what I love for the rest of my life and get paid for it. But also take inventory of the fact that you're going to be doing accounting, you're going to be doing marketing you're going to be, oh, my God, oh, You're my digital God. digital content creator. And employees. <laughs> For me, I am a lawyer. I learned how to be a lawyer. I never learned how to be a boss. So, mm. ooh, we child. And lawyers, we just work hard. You don't, you, we, there is no training associated with being a lawyer. So it's just, here, here's your work. Figure it out. You're kidding. No, there's no training in law. That's why law school is so hard to train us how to think for ourselves. Wow. So, 
when I first started having employees, oh my God, I would there would always be a disconnect because I'm like, I asked for this and this is what I got and I learned. You have to train people. So <laughs> you have to train people for a job? You really have no to way. train people. Like <laughs> you really have to train people. You have to document, you know, your training, your processes. So, you know, if you're going into entrepreneurship, I also want people to be very, very, very realistic with themselves of what that looks like because it could be exciting to do what you love to get paid, but just understand that. You know, everything that glitters is not gold. Girl. Don't believe these people on social media. Girl. You know, they'll have you over here excited. And the second you hit a hurdle, you're like, I'm giving up. Nobody told me it was going to be this hard. Like, oh, no, this this is a very spiritual journey. I'm happy you said it, it opens your third <laughs> eye. It is a third eye opening, you know, space because it forces you to put a magnifying glass up to yourself. Mm. Oh, can I communicate well? Um, am I organized? Am I am I self-motivated? Am I whatever? You have to really take a look at yourself. That's crazy. And even like you said, dealing with people like people are just people. This is your business. This is not their business. They will call out in a heartbeat. <laughs> they will not show the hell up for their job that day and then say, oh, I forgot. And you're like. Can I fight them? <laughs> no, is that not what a boss should do? Because I'm about to pop this person in the face. <sighs> How did you get away from, you know, knowing that you're going to work hard, but they may not be working as hard? Well. <laughs> <laughs> you on live, okay? Yeah. Choose your words. So you you know how you were like, we black, right? <laughs> Here Here's my we black moment, okay? So... If we know the nature of people, we decide how we're going to move with them. So I personally have teams overseas who value our dollar. Hilarious. So they work very hard. I don't have a yes, single person on my team that they work harder than me. I've gotten wow. to the point where I'm finally like, oh, I could be kind of lazy because they work hard. They are diligent. They take pride in their work. I have a team in the Philippines, and I also have a team in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. The professionalism. I've never been called ma'am so many times in my life. Because those, <laughs> I'm sorry, let me now. <laughs> they are so just. Yes, they will say ma'am. Every other yes, word. Yes, ma'am. Sierra, ma'am. You know. Every other word. So, oh, so or basically, you don't hire us. Or have you hired us and then chose, I'm not doing this no more. Have I hired us? I, I don't. Oh, no, I did. I did. I had an assistant. She was one of us. And, (laughs) but, you know, you also have to take responsibility for things. So I will say I was just too lax at the time. I was so new. Just a little, you know, I don't know what to call it. Just a little baby. Like I was, I was having fun. You know, it was, it was more so like my assistant was like my best friend. Hilarious. it just wasn't, she wasn't always doing what she was supposed to, but oh, I'm a lot more different when it comes to, like, staff. I'm very, like, straightforward, like, hi, how are you? Okay, mm-hmm. let's get to it, you know? Mm-hmm. we Because you have to. You have to draw that line. You do. This reminds me of, I'm sure you've watched Girlfriends, um, Joan <laughs> and, what was the assistant best friend's name? Oh, my God. Maya. Maya! Maya! <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying, yes. Maya, Maya, Maya. That is not the epitome of what it looks like to have a best friend assistant. 
Y'all cannot go out for drinks, okay? Y'all cannot go to each other's house and don't think she's not going to bring her kid to work. Because that baby going to be at the job. (laughs) I love that you said them, too. People always will be like, you act like Joan. Do you? (laughs) They call me Joan, and then I can't remember the other one, the girl with, like, the dreads. (laughs) Oh, you're a free spirit. Yeah, I'm very free spirited. Really? Yeah. How do you have that mix? I'm a Libra. (laughs) I'm a Libra, so Libra is just, like, a balanced sign, so... It's like mm. it's like we have like OCD on one side and then we have hippie on the other side and they're both fighting always. Hilarious. Okay, <laughs> but people say I'm a Capricorn, but I am literally that. I'm only a hippie when I know that my money isn't on the line. You know, if I know that I can just, you know, be. just be at home woosang, I'm going to do it. But if I'm at work, people think I've got to pin up my butt. I'm not playing with y'all. I'm not playing with none of y'all. So get your jobs done. Because <laughs> everybody can't fight. <laughs> Y'all did not tell me this lady was so funny. (laughs) It is just real life. It is real life. Um, I was watching something the other day where um, it was, wait, do you have kids? No. Oh, you don't? Okay, well, then I guess it doesn't matter. I was going to say how the the kid was being sort of imbalanced with their mom because, like we said earlier, it takes so much out of you. I was going to ask about that work-life balance. But, I mean, you still have to have some. No. no, you no. just work, work, work. Yeah, um, but my life is fun, right? So um, I'm here in Atlanta working, but it's just like it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing. Like you have to do what you have to do. So I always get what I need to do done. Um, and then you have a good time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I have my hours that like I need to like assign stuff. So because I have people in the Philippines and Pakistan. I actually have somebody working for me at every hour of the day, wow. except for on the weekends. But 24 hours, five days a week, we, we're getting work done. So, you know, before we walked in, I was checking my email. I'm on Slack, you know, communicating with my team. So how important, if I'm just getting started, is it for me to have a team, even if I don't have enough money right now because I'm just getting started? I love that you asked that. Like, <laughs> your questions are literally right on time Yay. <laughs> but you said something that is the biggest misconception I don't have enough money mm. no you don't have enough time right you have enough money you don't have enough time um but there are people overseas that you can pay I hate saying this because I think every time I say it, it kind of like provokes people but because they're like oh my god that's like exploitation and it's like that's, ah! <laughs> that's their their currency doesn't living, match to ours. Yeah, and that's their cost of living. Our cost of living is expensive, but uh-huh. you can pay, you know, $3 an hour, $4 an hour. Imagine if you just had one assistant. What is 3 times 4? 120. You're paying 120 a week. You mean to tell me you can't afford 120 a week? Mm. 120 a week. And but what do they do? Because if you've never been in a position to delegate, you know, you're just trying to get the job done, not knowing how to organize enough to have someone else do it. Definitely. So you have to really document everything, right? So when you have tasks and you do something, like, repeatedly, write that down. Write down that, you know, on Mondays we do X, Y, and Z. This is how you do it. I haven't even spoken about AI this whole time. I'm surprised. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love AI. I- Who the hell decided that we could do that legally? <laughs> I love AI. Like, so AI, um, it will create SOPs for you. So 
an SOP is a standard operating procedure. So you provide an SOP to someone who will be doing something that you usually do. I literally will tell ChatGPT, write me an SOP for, let's say, customer service. Write me a customer service SOP. And then the next one, write me a script. And I tell them the scenario. Let's say a customer, you know, has been emailing our team and we haven't gotten back to them. Here's the here's the scenario and they'll give you a script. Mm, that it's is amazing. So simple. Like so between, you know, I'm gonna say inexpensive labor and AI, we are in no better position than today to like kill it out here. If you can find any excuse not to thrive, like it's literally just you and your own limitations because things are amazing right now. And this is, you know, I'm young, but I feel like I've been in business for 20 years. Like Mm -hmm. I've seen technology evolve as it pertains to business and it's like eliminating roles. I feel bad in some ways with that, but it's eliminating roles Um, It's eliminating hassle. It's bringing so much ease into our life. Um, And when you are, you know, getting a team overseas, you're really like providing an opportunity for someone. Um, When I talk about overseas teams, a lot of people say like, okay, well, there's people in America that need to be paid. But that's they can go um, (laughs) apply a Target. Or you trying to find a great way to say this for me. <laughs> Nike. Go go to the people who got a whole bunch of money to pay you. Oh, period. Go play with them. Go ask them for a hundred K, but I ain't got a hundred K for you. And that's a lot. When you have a high overhead, like that will stress you out. Um and, and make you, you not want to do it. Absolutely. Well, that's what you're saying, deter. It makes yeah. you just like, I just can't do it then. I don't have it, so I'm just I'm just not going to. <laughs> and then you work yourself into the ground, and then we all wonder, why do businesses fail in the first two years? That's because you try to do everything, friend, and we can't do everything. Now we're burnt out, and customer service is bad. Our quality is starting to lessen. Like, ugh, it's a vicious cycle. So how do you get those those teams? Where do you go, Fiverr? I go to Fiverr. I go to a website called onlinejobs.ph. Um, Upwork, but Upwork's kind of expensive. I love Fiverr. Um, Fiverr, you're not really supposed to hire people off the platform, but <laughs> do what you we find to. our way around things. <laughs> but yeah, I love I love my overseas people, the online jobs PH. It's so cool. The other day I saw my homeboy posted that he hires it's so because he does something different than me so it never dawned on me but he hires people on onlinejobs.ph to run his credit repair business and i was like Hilarious. dang they know how to do credit repair Hilarious. out there they have legal assistance they have everything they have graphic designers they have assistants they have accountants they have yeah. and this is and they know about our standard yes because <laughs> that's the scariest thing. You get someone from overseas and you think, but they don't know about our laws. Well, with with lawyers, we we know our laws and we train. We would have to train someone like that. So oh, lawyers aren't trained, but we train our staff. So mm. so you know, they we would have to train them. But I mean, laws aren't necessary for every task, right? So like graphic design or just simple accounting, like you know managing like your expenses that's simple stuff they're not going to do accounting like tax accounting but just Mm -hmm. like 
balancing the books. Mm-hmm. They got that. Mm, that's so dope. Okay. Um, I, I am trying to think if there's any point that I haven't covered when it comes to business. Did I miss anything? Um, I would say really to um, you got to take care of yourself. You know, <sighs> I think when we talk about entrepreneurship, we always talk about like the money aspects. We talk about what's the play? What's the next play? I'm trying mm-hmm. to run this play. You know, we always talk, what, how do I legally protect myself? People don't want to talk about that part. But, you know, there's topics that we usually discuss. And I think that, like, mental health goes, like, under the radar. So I've experienced, like, being in business and it just being like, this is too much. Like, mm-hmm. I can't handle this. Um, so I would say, like, really, really, really take care of yourself physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. When you were talking about that work-life balance, balance those other things in your life. You can't... Um, you know, you can't just work. You have to, you know, have a full circle life to be successful. Um, if you're chasing just a dollar, oh my God, like you're going to, you're going to hate your business. You're not going to even do stuff based off of what you're passionate about. You're just going to be like, oh, they said this business makes money. So I would say take care of yourself. Um, do what makes you happy. Um, work hard. Be free. Enjoy yourself, you know. Don't take life too seriously. Be, just allow things to, like, fall into place. But, yeah, just the mental aspect of it, as I would say, is what we didn't cover. So what what does that look like if you found yourself feeling like this is too much, but you're still functioning? So how do you even know if it is too much or is this just something your brain is telling you? Definitely. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So that, I would say, <sighs> there is a fine line between, like, discipline and then also like really 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 trusting your intuition because you know discipline can have you where you're like I gotta do this I gotta do this I gotta do this right um and your intuition could be telling you you need to slow down a little bit so what does that look like I I'm stumped like I'm stumped (laughs) Mo I'm stumped I don't know what that looks like for every person but I would say trust that intuition too um, don't, don't work yourself into like, you know, a hole, like where you can't get out of, but also stay disciplined. Don't give up completely on your dreams because you're giving yourself like grace at some times. And, um, progress really is a process because it's so complex. There is no, you know, specific blueprint, right? You know, it looks different for everybody. Um, one experience could be like, um, like trauma provoking for one person and it's just like somebody else breezes right over it. So just balance between discipline, intuition, and listen to yourself, listen to God, what whatever you call to, you know, call to that. Well, we in the South, everybody calling to God. I know maybe in LA you're like, well, what are you into? You know, your spirituality? Yeah. Like, no, girl, we love God. Everybody love God. But at the same time, when you hear, and it's kind of crazy because I always tell people, you know, we have those three voices in our head. We have God. We have us. And then we have that other side of us that does what we want to do and not what we're supposed to do. So how how the best way that you would use to silence the noise and tap in with you? Definitely. I would say, um, like, just that self-love aspect, right? So tapping in with yourself. If you're beginning to doubt yourself, love yourself. Speak speak 
life into yourself. Look in the mirror. Do mirror affirmations. I am a beast. I am going to kill it. I am a millionaire. I am the baddest chick alive. Whatever you got to tell yourself. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) You know, talk nice to yourself. Talk how you, however you want people to talk to you. Talk like that to yourself. Um, Find your, you know, rituals. I personally love to meditate. I love I love silence. Oh, my God. I freaking love silence. Like, I can't, I can't, yes. I have to find stillness all the time. So, you know, if I'm constantly moving around, I'm going to go find my center. So know what your center is. So then you can, like, bring yourself back to balance. Because, you know, every day you're going to get shaken up. No two days will be alike in entrepreneurship. Just the second that you think that I got a grasp on this, oh, my God, here comes another test. So figure out what your center is. Um, stay connected to your hobbies. Stay connect connected to your family, to your loved ones. Um, it's really the balance of the other things that, like, make entrepreneurship, you know, not so hard. If you just doing that, you're not going to find your center. That's the hard part. You know, you find yourself getting closer to what you want, and then it becomes more obtainable. So you start to feel like, because some people say that you have to tune everything out and focus and go hard, go hard, go hard. And you're neglecting your man, your woman, your kids, your mama. You didn't answer Ooh. nobody's calls no more because you are zoned in. What does it do to you? I- I I want to say before I answer that I'm so sorry but you say you're neglecting the people around you and I love that because that's also important is being around the right people right because one you you definitely should have seasons in your life where maybe you're a little more focused on one thing let's see, say that season is 6 months 1 year if your team around you if your man if your woman if whomever is next to you can't handle that season of what you the sacrifices you have to put in let a man tell me what I'm not going to do during my season there's the door mm. there's the door because it's me before you I've I've been with myself my whole life I'm not about to throw away everything for somebody I just met right or even if I was married for 5 years 10 years I'm not throwing away who I've been for 31 years of my life for this person. But that's not to say to be selfish where you don't also consider that person, but your team should be able to see, you know, yeah, right now they're focused on X, Y, and Z. When I was studying for the bar, literally 10 weeks of I only open my eyes, go have breakfast, go to the library, leave the library, work out, come home, sleep. Mm. That's it. Every single day for 10 weeks. Any person that was in my life during that time, if they couldn't understand, I have to do this to become a lawyer, they weren't meant to be around. So, well, How I've many ex- people did you lose? None. Oh. Because I, ha- I have a good, I have all my friends. I, my friends are some winners. My friends are some winners. I don't have, I don't, I don't associate with losers. I have high standards in every area of my life. I don't date losers. I don't hang out with losers. What does a loser look like? <laughs> Tell me about a loser. Not a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I need to stop talking like that. I'm about to scare away my future husband. <laughs> <laughs> but if you got millions, that is nice. But honestly, what 
is a loser. A loser is a person that is not here to become the best version of themselves. We all have, you know, different callings over our life. So if you're, you know, if we're calling a loser, right, this world every day, life is a game, right, that we're playing. You're losing this game if you're not coming, waking up every day, showing up as the highest version of yourself. If you're allowing life to beat you, Mm. if you're a victim to life instead of being a creator in this life, then you're a loser. loser. <laughs> I wanted to say it with you. You're a loser. <laughs> we need a... You're a loser. A little, a little card. Hey, I found something for you. <laughs> yeah, losers, you know, they're like not fighting the fight. Winners, you know, you don't care. You don't care what happens. Like, you're going to have your way. Period. Because you have... I mean, I think that even comes with an extreme amount of confidence. Like, to be a winner... You have to wake up in winning spirit. Like, so many times, girl, me, literally this morning, I do not feel like getting up. I did not sleep enough last night. I was out. I was doing this. But I know I've got an interview. I know I've got to go do this after I get off. I got to meet with that person. But waking up in the morning and knowing that those couple of words, I don't feel like it, can pull your day down, like, in the drain. And then you've become a loser that day. Because what if you just stayed in bed? What if you chose to call out that day, knowing you had so much to do? Ah, that spirit. I had a season of that. I had a season of, I literally didn't feel like doing nothing. Nothing. I don't know how many weeks it was, but I literally would just like wake up, be chilling in my bed, be just eat. But I actually needed it. So as of mm-hmm. recently, a lot of people are like, damn, you look good. Can I cut? Sorry. Dang, dang, you look good. I'm so sorry. <laughs> dang, fine. dang, you look good. You know, what's been going on? I'm like, you know, I took my season of rest. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like getting skinny because, and this is why I say, like, you got to balance. I would be so consumed by work. I wouldn't be, I would be forgetting to eat. Now I'm like, um. Where's breakfast? Where's lunch? Where's my dinner? I'm going to the gym. But yeah, I definitely had that season. Um, and that that is a spirit that you got to get off of you because that spirit will hold, hold you back. You know? It feels so good to chill. Man, <laughs> chilling feels amazing. Especially when you don't get to do it often. You're like, oh. So this is what happens when you don't have three other things to do after your main job. This feels good. Just sitting on the couch watching TV? Girl, that's why everybody do this. Scrolling on TikTok <laughs> for hours? I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. But I, I've created a life where I could be chilling and working. As long as I love being in the bed. I don't know what it is about me in the bed. Girl, I pay but... too much for my bed. It feels too good. I said, Lord, I should have got a cheaper bed. So you could get out of it. Girls, I get out of that thing. I love the bed. So if I could work from the bed or if I could work from Jamaica yes. or wherever else I'm going, you know, I just want to be able to enjoy my life. Like this is a big, big world out here. And I don't want to limit myself to just seeing, you know, what's immediately around me. So I've, it's always been like my dream to be a nomad and <laughs> wait, what? You yeah. dream of being a nomad? A rich one? <laughs> Do they exist? You just be roaming. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just be roaming, you know. But in the sense, like where you just are really open, 
open to this world. You're open to moving around. You know, I want to see the world. I don't I don't want to be on my deathbed and be like, oh, what did Africa look like? What did what did I don't know, whatever other country, what did Europe look like? Mm. I want to be like laying there talking to my grandkids like, yeah, when I went to Ibiza, when I was blah, blah, blah. But you got to do that. You got to work hard because I'm not about to be cha- staying at no motels now. Girl, tell me why. Okay, this is a little personal. <laughs> tell me why I just recently left Turkey, right? Um, because I was in Senegal looking for fabrics. I have a fashion line. Ooh. And they didn't have it because in Senegal, everything is warm. People, the ones who don't get out, we work so hard, we don't even know how beautiful Africa really is. It looks like Miami meets um, an African land, right? Ooh. So I'm in Senegal. They don't have these thick fabrics for the coats I want. So I have to take a trip to Turkey. And I met up with an old guy I used to talk to. Speaking of nomads, no, he's an actual nomad, but he's a poor nomad. (laughs) So poor, in fact, I was like on the way there, hey, you know, which hotel should I stay in, which is closest to you? Why did he send me a list of hostels? I said, baby, this is a hostel. I will not be sharing a room with the group. No, 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 no. You know, you got to save money, blah, 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 blah. I said, you think I came to Turkey to save some damn money if you don't send me a hotel? (laughs) Oh, my God. Have you lost your mind? Sir, I'm not in college anymore. I was just thinking that. Like, I did that in college. (laughs) But, Lord, have mercy. I'm a 31-year-old businesswoman. Hello? I'm not staying in a hostel. No. No. I want to be at the Ritz. Girl, girl. someone fanning me with a grape leaf (laughs) (laughs) in Thailand, getting a massage with a beautiful view in the back. Yeah, no, that's my Turkish bath. Excuse me, I can't do this at a hostel. That's ghetto. Zero out of ten. Oh my gosh! (laughs) And it's funny because once you reach a standard of living, and here's a good question I want to ask before I close out: once you reach a standard, because in life, if you are a a a growing something person, I forget the name, if you're someone who likes to continue to climb, you wanted to do this, pass the bar, you did. How does it feel when it's now time to transition into something bigger? And how do you know that it's time? Ooh, I want to share a story with that. So first and foremost, when it's your time, it's your time, and there's nothing you could do to fight it. So Mm. in 2020, um, the beginning of the pandemic when we first went home oh I refound myself Mm. because you know I had worked so hard to pass the bar and I worked so hard to get into these top law firms and then of course once I got there I worked so hard for them clients so I never really had a moment to reflect on what I wanted to do next well, when the pandemic came, I was at home, girl. Reflecting I was making off. my green juices. <laughs> I was working out. Yes. I was baking cakes. Yes. I had discovered options trading. I was making my $500 before I even started my work day. Nice. So I kind of slowly stopped doing my job. Because <gasps> you were enjoying yourself. <laughs> yes, and I got fired. Lies, <laughs> lies, no. No, I'm fired so, at home. It was the... How you get fired on your day off? Not on your day off at home? Oh, my God. But, yeah, I got fired, and that wow. was literally the happiest day of my life that Getting day. Fired? Yeah, I made $2,700 that day. It was a great, great, great day. I was actually on Spiritual Word that day. Um, I can't even remember what I was talking about, but my post was on there. And it was just such like a, a – I just knew it was divine timing. And when I say when it's supposed to happen, it'll happen, you know, 
you can be scared. You could take leaps of faith, but sometimes before you get a chance to take a leap of faith, ooh, we. He's going to push you out for you. Get on out of there. <laughs> get right here. Meet this person. Wow. You don't know. You can't You can't fight. You know, at the end of the day, we love to think we're in control, but we're not. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So I guess from there, did you apply to other jobs or did you say, I understand this moment? Mo, I told you I made $2,700 <laughs> that day. I was never going back I knew oh my god like and I come from I'm literally at this time I'm the only person in my family who has a job my brother has a transportation business my parents so I'm like what am I doing I want to be like them so that's just when I started I um I was dating in law school a guy he I loved him like he he was such a great help like ladies you better date the right type of guys but he literally helped me get through law school. So I call him like, oh my God, I got fired. I need help. So he gave me five cases against Uber. And I'm so happy because recently, um, like a year ago, I initiated a class action against Uber. So it's just, God will like move in ways that you can't even fathom. I didn't know, you know, when I had them five cases that that would turn into class actions. And the, the best part about it is, I'm co-counsel. I, I'm getting paid because I brought the people in, you know. They do the work, I get paid. Hilarious. <laughs> so co-counsel is just connecting the dots. It depends on what... So in my co-counsel agreement, you know, I am the, like, marketing partner. I brought the client, so I get paid a commission. Um, it's it's kind of funny. I sometimes will say, like, I'm, like, a influencer, for a law firm, you know, Interesting. It, where it's like, you know, influencers, they promote something, they promote maybe clothes or something and they get paid, you know, a commission and percentage based off of that. Well, it's like that. But with cases or think about maybe like a real estate commission, if I find a buyer, um, it's a beautiful. That sounds dope. It's dope because I used to work so hard um, in law firms and. I couldn't see how, you know, one day I want to be a wife. One day I want to be a mom. I with that workload. It it would never happen. It would absolutely never happen because Mm -hmm. my boss used to, you know, text me at 10 p.m. Like, we need this by tomorrow. We need this. If you don't get out my phone. By tomorrow. Oh, no. Especially not if you got, let me tell you something. I have two kids, right? I have two kids, businesses, just recently divorced. And when I say kids need you they need you like (laughs) i was in a period right before i'm muslim obviously i'm muslim so right before ramadan um i was trying to go out as much as possible because i knew when that month came i wasn't doing nothing but praising studying and learning so maybe like i don't know maybe four or five events it wasn't even that many to me by the sixth event, when I told my son I was going to take him to my mom's house, he said, you keep going out. Why you keep going out? I said, baby, I have to go out. No, no one's even inviting you. You're looking for things. <laughs> How old is this? Girl, sing. This man. <laughs> I said. He's a young man. Your mama got to be outside. <gasps> no, you need to be inside. <laughs> because they're so aware. And especially now, kids are not what they used to be. He knows stuff now. Like, he going to call you out. He can count. He know what time you're supposed to be here. So when you're trying to even be a regular influencer, a lot of us have taken our jobs 
put them in the back seat. We're on social media. We're getting these checks. We're promoting these businesses. But content creation takes a lot out of you. And you got to edit up these videos. Think of a new concept. Stay on it every day. Even doing that. Like, family life, it gets pushed now. Content creation. I do not, like, I am, like, over social media. You have too many followers to be over social. I'm over, (laughs) y'all. I'm so over it. The reason I'm over it is because the algorithm is constantly changing. Who I am authentically as a person, I wish I could just post authentic, organic content. But it's like, you have to post reels. They need to be this sound. I don't even listen to that music. Girl. I, I listen to Nipsey Hussle. I listen he's to L.A. Right music. <laughs> but he's not trending right now. So I have to put some song that I don't even like mm-hmm. just for people to hear me or see me. I personally love taking pictures. I love, like, why can't I just be, like, a model? You know, why can't I just write some little words? Oh. Isn't that funny? They're not in. Like, you guys started on pictures. Now you're not going to show my picture because it's a picture? No, because of TikTok. Because they want to be TikTok. So bad. So, yeah, it's crazy. I hate it. I, I hate, hate it. it. I hate it, too. I hate it more than money, but I love both of them. <laughs> I've never agreed with the statement so more. It's it's like they're, they're necess- what is it, like necessary evils? I don't know the Ooh, phrase, you know? I think that's the phrase. It's it's terrible, and there's beauty in it. I'm glad to have built a platform. Um, it's so gratifying. So, in on the West Coast, you know, it's so interesting. Like people don't come talk to me. I don't know, just something about Hollywood. You know, I hear about Hollywood. nobody's moved like that, right? But Hilarious. when I come, when I'm in Atlanta, when I'm in Florida, and people walk up to me and tell me stuff like, "Oh my God!" Like, you know, I'm I follow you, and I took this advice, and I'm like. And I changed my life. That changed my life part makes me want to cry. I'm like, wow, I did that for you? Me? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, I'm just in my room. Hello? (laughs) Wow. I just recorded my computer screen. It's something that maybe we take for granted, um, especially because I just was thinking business, business, business. So when I really started to see the lives and, you know, communicate and connect with people that I'm impacting, I'm like, Okay, I'll stick to this corny stuff on social media, you know, because it's necessary. It is. It is. Every time you think you want to give up, you understand or remember, why did I start in the beginning? Absolutely. I love I I can't wait. You know, I've actually helped some people make millions and I'm just like so ready to see some more people coming out, you know, of my programs as six figure earners, seven figure earners having discovered their passion because when you're living life first of all when you get out of survival oh girl wow we don't even know we're in it we yeah. think we're thriving and we're literally in survival mode it's so interesting too because like i wasn't raised in survival right so i was raised with an abundance mindset that's what has made it kind of so effortless for me because i never fought you know feelings of fear or inadequacy or is this is this possible or I don't know how to do this. So my heart really goes out, you know, to people because I think um, getting out of survival, you know, it, it, if you don't know you're in it, that's hard. Mm. And it comes with so much trauma attached to it, but not to say that you're doomed if you came out of survival because that 
your circumstances could really create like a soldier, you know, just a really strong person that is like a warrior and ready to go to war instead of be a loser. So, you know, I just I applaud people um, every day and just also um, want to remind them that, you know, it doesn't matter where you started. You don't have to know everything, you know, every day you just put one foot in front of the other. Um, progress is a process, literally. Like, if I were to drop a grain of salt here every single day, you know, for a year, there would be a pile. But each time I drop that little salt, like, that one little grain, we're not going to see it accumulating until we take a step back and we're like, I came that far? Mm. You'll be shook with your own progress if you just put your feet in front of one another, like, I have to do that every day. This is a practice for me. Um, it's discipline, but when you look back, it pays off. Oh, girl, you just said a whole word right there. Um, we're about to follow you right now. What's your social? My Instagram is <laughs> <laughs> Sierra ESQ, C-I-E-R-R-A-E-S-Q, the one without the blue check, because I ain't paying nobody for one of those. Can I just have my fingers <laughs> on that? Because, girl, do we have another segment for the blue checkers? Oh, my God. I'm not doing it. I refuse. Yes. <laughs> and I'm on Twitter. I don't know. My Twitter might be Sierra underscore ESQ. I don't know if I was able to change it. Sierra underscore ESQ. YouTube. I have, like, one video if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> but Instagram is really where you can find me. Um, I have a mentorship program called Passion to Profit. So I have a free weekly masterclass. Comment masterclass under any of my posts and I'll send you an invitation. Those classes are lit. I promise you. I am not a gatekeeper. I don't have it in me. There's an abundance of information. So you will, this ain't, you know, come here and get a surface level lesson. It's come here and get fed. Ah, Sierra. Girl, we appreciate your love, your light, your energy, everything you've given us today. Thank you so much for coming to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Likewise, thank you for your light and your energy. It was phenomenal. Yeah.